When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is The Art of Awesome, episode number 19. Hit it! That's what I'm talking about. Wait! Okay, now, from the beginning... Welcome to the Art of Awesome. My name is Nick Troutman, and I'm a professional athlete, entrepreneur, family man, and adventure seeker. Each week, we dive deep into uncovering the difference between the average and the awesome. We talk with thought leaders, business moguls, health and fitness professionals, and world-class athletes as we look for the secret sauce to producing awesome results in everyday life. Thanks for spending some time with me today, and let's get to it. Welcome back, everyone, to another Friday Fire. I am stoked to get to spend some time with you guys again today. And today I've got a subject that I'd like to talk to you about that is a little taboo, or at least it always was in my family, and that is the subject of money. I don't know if you guys you know, grew up differently than I did or what, but I was taught as a kid about money, you know, from my parents and in school and all that kind of stuff, just like I think most people probably are. But I was never really taught about wealth creation and saving money in a proper way. I mean, I was told, you know, pick up a penny if you see a penny, save a penny, whatever, all that different kind of thing. But there was... A book that I read recently called The Richest Man of Babylon. And the whole thesis or theory behind this book is to pay yourself first. And Tony Robbins talks about it in his book uh, about money as well. And, and I've read it in a couple different places now. But uh, I think it really kind of started uh, with the book The Richest Man of Babylon. Anyway, the whole concept be- behind paying yourself first is no matter how much money you make, you take a percentage and you put that away into savings and you have that money paid to yourself instead of paying to taxes, instead of paying to the government, instead of paying on your your food um, bills or, or gas or whatever you've got set as a budget. Everybody kind of has you know their budgets or maybe you don't have a budget and you just spend it on whatever. But the concept behind paying yourself first is you go ahead and you take a set percentage and you put that away into savings. Now, a lot of people will say, well, I, I can't afford that. I don't make enough money. Uh, everything that I make goes out to all of our expenses already. And I agree with you because I was that same way. I definitely would just, no matter how much money I would make, I would be able to spend it all. And it it wasn't on like foolish things. I wasn't going out and buying, you know, crazy cars and this and that and the other thing. I would just, you know, buying food, buying gas to go to different kayak events or, or whatever I was doing or, you know, maybe I was buying new products to update on my business, whether it was cameras or computers or whatever, different things like that. 
But the concept is the money always goes out. There's always something else that you can spend it on. Now, if you took that same principle and you were to to save whatever your set percentage is, so let's say it's 5% or 10% or whatever it is, every income, any any income that you have coming in, every paycheck, uh, any check, any cash, anything that you've got coming in that you put into your bank, you take whatever your set percentage is, let's take 10% for the sake of this conversation, you take 10% of that and you put that away into savings. Now again, back to that conversation where you say, well, I can't afford that. I can't afford 10%. What if tomorrow the government was just to come up and just say, hey, taxes are 10% higher. You would be forced into paying a 10% higher tax. Nobody would like it. Everybody would complain but yet, at the end of the day, you would figure it out. You would you would have to, because it's the government, you would have to pay that extra 10% tax. Now, what I'm asking you is to do the same to yourself. Go ahead and take that 10% off the top, put that away into your savings, and that is your tax that you have set aside for your dreams, whatever they may be. Whether you're saving for, you know, a business that you want to, that you want to do in the future, it could be a restaurant, it could be, you know, starting your own film company, it could be whatever it is, or it could be, you know, saving for, um, a trip with your family. You want to go to Disney world or whatever it is, or you, you want to, you know, you want to save up enough money to, um, to take a course that you want to learn, um, a, a different subject that you're interested in. It could be whatever you're putting this money towards. This is this is your money. You're paying yourself first because no matter what happens, you will find a way, likely anyway, unless you're making you know absurd amount of money, you will likely find a way to spend whatever money that you have coming in. Now, again, I'm no wise teacher about money. I'm not making, you know, crazy amounts of money and I'm not rolling in dough. But when I took this concept and applied it to my own life, it was a drastic difference and it was a huge leap forward in the ability to save our own money and and apply that money to things that were valuable to us, to dreams that uh, we had. And when I say we, I'm talking about Emily and myself and my family because we, you know, we control our finances as a family, as one whole. Emily and I just have one bank account. So I'm referring to all the money coming in between both Emily and I. And if that's the way that you guys have uh, your bank set up, whether you're married or not, great, you know, do it that same way. If it's just you, then just do this just with you. Um, The whole concept though is just to take that money off the top save it for whatever your dream, your desire, and and put that money to work for you. Um, again, if you haven't checked out the book, go check it out called The Richest Man of Babylon. It's a really cool, super easy um, book to read. It's it's written story format, and I think you can get it on Amazon for like less than 10 bucks. It's, it's, it's not really expensive, but it was a a game changer in the mentality and the way I viewed money and the way I was able to save money. And people talk to me all the time. You hear it all the time where they're like, ah, you know, money, money, money. People talk all about money. You know, I think it's even in the Bible that you you shouldn't have a, a, 
a love, desire for money, anything like that. You're right, but at the same point, you know, life isn't all about money. They say money can't buy you happiness, all these different things. All of that's correct. But being poor, being without can't bring that either. Being poor doesn't bring you happiness either. Being without uh, what, or, or, or even just being not being able to afford the dreams and desires that you have, that doesn't bring you happiness either. So I'm not talking about a, a thirst or a love for money in that way or a desire for money. I'm talking about setting up your finances to help you achieve what you want in life. And again, I'm just speaking from personal experience because when I switched this whole concept up, it has been a game changer in my own life. And it was something that I wish someone had explained to me 10, 20 years ago. My life would likely look a lot different than it does now. But either way, I'm set on track now to continue pursuing my dreams and desires just by implementing this little uh, personal tax. And you can call it your dream tax. You can call it your goal tax. You can, you know, whatever it is. And you also get to set the percentage. Um, you can you can determine, say, if you can't do 10%, you know, you do 5% and that goes towards your goals. Or you do 2% or you do 1% and you try to do one more percent every year. You can set it up that however way you want because this is, you know, it's you getting to implement your own tax. Um, all I'm trying to do is share this idea, share this concept with you because I feel like money and finance is something that could be explained a little bit easier, especially to the younger generation. And even the older generations, I think it is something that is just, it can be such a taboo topic that people just don't want to talk about it and they avoid it completely. And they think, you know, well, I'm just doing what my parents did and what their parents did and what their parents did. And, you know, I've got enough money on the table to feed our family, so I'm good. I don't need to do anything else. But at the same point, it is said that less than, um, I think it's less than 5% of Americans have $1,000 in their bank accounts for whatever it may be, you know, any sort of situation. And 2020, as we have seen, has brought up all sorts of different situations. We have no idea what's going to happen in the future. Um, it, it has really just shown me anyway that life can be turned on its head in an instant. So having any money in the bank is always probably going to be a good thing. And we can go off into a whole different tangent on what to do with that money once it's in the bank, what you do with your savings and different things like that. But first, I'd love to just get you guys even just to think about the concept of paying yourself first. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope that together we can create the topic of money as less of a taboo topic, and we can just open up the conversation with friends, family, and loved ones, and the next generation, and just try to help encourage people to learn more about how they can deal with money and create financial freedom of their own. Before we finish, I just want to end on one final note about money. There's a quote here that it's good to have money and the things that money can buy, but it's good too 
to check up once in a while and make sure that you haven't lost the things that money can't buy. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening with me today. Let me know what you guys think about this content. Let me know what you guys think about the Friday fires and and uh, our interviews on Monday. And hit me up if you guys have someone that you would love for me to interview or a topic that you would like me to talk about on our Friday fires. And yeah, so just thank you guys so much for your input because it's greatly appreciated and it helps me build out content and conversations that you guys are interested as well. And if you got any value out of this, please give us a rating and review or share it with somebody else that might need to hear this message. Um, And again, thank you so much. I wish you all an awesome day. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.